ספר דברים was sponsored לעילוי נשמתה הטהורה של מרת, של מרת איריס בת אביגיל. It was sponsored by מיסטר אייזיק and תהילה ליבי. הקדוש ברוך הוא will bless them with a good year and יזכו ויחיו. And uh, this shiur was uh, donated by an anonymous to the, the, the success of Yeshivat Moreshet Yerushalayim and uh, all the rabbis. And uh, I want to tell everyone that Baruch Hashem, this year we have a very good, uh, very good boys, serious boys coming to Slichot. every day and uh, Baruch Hashem the learning is very very nice I hope it will continue uh, the whole year last week we spoke about Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbat today I would like to speak about the um, the meaning of, of blowing Shofar Of Sadia Gaon, he gave 10 reasons why we blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah. The first reason that he brought is because on Rosh Hashanah we anoint Bore Olam. And the way of anointing a king <coughs> is by blowing shofar and another thing used to be they used to blow the shofar near the river also um, uh, they brought the king near the river because to give a hint and like a segula that the same thing that the, the water in the, the, the stream in the river never stops, so the kingdom of the king will never stop. Always he will continue to be the king. This we learn, and we see it in, in Sefer Melachim, when, uh, when Shlomo HaMelech was anointed. The Pasuk says there that when Shlomo was anointed, they, Shlomo called, uh, um, uh, David called his, uh, his people and he said to them that you should take, uh, uh, David called it Sadok and Natan and Aviv, Benayahu ben Yehoyada, And he said to, uh, to put uh, Shlomo on his mule and they brought him, after blowing shofar, they brought him to the river. This is what we said. The same thing as Malchut Shel Haaretz, the same thing is Malchuta Derakia. 
במלכות אוף בורא עולם, בלוא דה שופה, אין, I want to tell you here a חידוש to the boys, that a lot of reasons why we are saying תשליך on ראש השנה. One of the reasons that is being brought by the author of the Torah Temima, he says that the reason that we blow, that we are uh, going to Tashlich, usually Tashlich used to be near the river or near the sea. Uh, nowadays when we don't have uh, in the middle of the city that we don't have, we are doing it uh, near water, but the main idea was near a river or near the, near the, near the sea, because this is also a symbol of anointing a king. And uh, the same thing that they anoint Shlomo near the river, so we are doing it the same thing, we are going near the, near the, the, the river to say Tashlich. Another symbol of, uh, of uh, anointing Bore Olam is that the Ashkenazim, I know, they had special march that they are singing on Rosh Hashanah in the middle of their prayer. And uh, why they picked march? Uh, the same thing that you do a march for the king, the same thing, they are singing it for Bore Olam. Um, the question that I would like to represent here is, since we see that Rosh Hashanah is a day that we anoint Bore Olam as a king, if so, how come Chachamim attached or to, to the day of anointing Bore Olam, they attach to it the day of judgment. Day of anointing is a day of simcha. And we know that the Hasidim of Breslav, these Hasidim that they are going to Uman in, uh, in Europe, um, uh, when uh, the Hazan is saying during the prayer, Baruch Ata Amonai, HaMelech HaKadosh, they are clapping their hands, one on the other, as you are doing it when you anoint a king, that the people are anointing the king, they are also clapping their, their hands, one on the other. So if so, why, why it's connected Yom Hadin together with the Day of Judgment? I think I mentioned it once. The Meiri, in Mesechet, the Meiri, in Mesechet, in the, in the, in, in the Meiri has several books. One is a, one Chibur he has on the Gemara, and another thing, he has another book which he wrote on the, uh, on the, on, on the Teshuvah. It's called, according, it's called Chibur HaTeshuvah. 
in his book, Chibur HaTeshuvah, he writes there that the, the reason why it was, it comes together is because one of the signs of kingdom is judging, that the king can judge, judge his nation. So therefore, they, they are coming together. But maybe we can represent another explanation. Why Bore Olam attached these two things together? The Ran has a book of, beside what you wrote on the Shas, he has a book which is called Derashot Haran. In the book of Derashot Haran, he, he says that there is a difference between a, a, a judgment of a king and a judgment of a judge. And he says that the judge has to go exactly according to the book of law. He cannot move not to the right and not to the left. He has to go straight with the book, exactly as the law says. While the king, he can go above the law. He has the ability to go above the law. And therefore, we can say that the reason why Bore Olam um, connected these two things in order that we, Am Israel, will be favorite in the judgment of Bore Olam. And let's go into the details. <laughs> we see in the in the in the Sefer Melachim <laughs> the story in the beginning of Sefer Melachim <laughs> that David had a son. His name was Adonia. Adonia saw that the king is old. So he decided that he will make himself a king, the king of Amisra. He will be the, the one who comes after David. So he took a lot of uh, people around him. He took some of the ministers that followed him and he made himself as a king. This the, uh, was held by Natana Navi. He heard that Adonia suddenly became a king. So immediately he ran, immediately he ran to, immediately he ran to, um, to Bathsheba, was the wife of David. And he says, Bathsheba, don't you remember that David promised you that Shlomo, your son, will be the king? Go immediately to David and tell him what happened. But Sheva did it. She went to David and Natana Navi came also to help her. And immediately David gave the order to take his mule. He called Sadoka Kohen and Natana Navi and Benayao ben Yehoyada. And he told them, took Shlomo and put him on my mule. 
on the horse of the king, give him what? Load the shofar, take him down to the river, and Shlomo will be the king. And this is what they did. And a lot of people joined them on the streets. At that time, in one of the houses was a party of Adonia and his group of people. They celebrated that Adonia became the king. All the people heard there that there is a blow of a shofar. People are, 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 are singing on the street. So they watched and they saw that Shlomo became the king. Immediately they understood that they are considered rebellious against the king. If they join Adonia, they are considered rebellious and Adonia, of course, he is their rebellion. So all the people disappeared from the party and Adonia, when he saw it, immediately he understood that Shlomo will kill him because he is a rebellion against David, against him. So immediately he ran to the Mishkan and he was holding the corners of the otter of the Mizbeach. And there is a rule, if you are holding the otter of the Mizbeach and the, the sides of the Mizbeach, no one can touch you, no one can take you out, no one can kill you. And he was there. At that time, Yadonia <laughs> is there. So they sent a message to Shlomo. And Adonia is telling him, if you are going to forgive me, Today, I will go out from the Mishkan and everything will be fine. Such words were very, are very, very strange. Why? Because how can Adonia tell Shlomo, I want you to forgive me today? You can ask it, he will forgive you. How you can give him an order today? But says the Malbim there, I'm adding a little bit, that Adoniah, he knew, he knew that, that uh, the day that the king is being anointed, at that day, the king is using a special rule that kings are using it on the day that they are anointed. And the rule is Chaninat HaMelech. We are calling it in English the presidential pardon. So says Says David, says the um, uh, says the, um, the uh, Adonia to the king, he says to him, Yishavali Kayom Hamelach Shlomo, Im Yamit et Avdo Becharim. He said, 
to the king, I want you to say, he will swear me today. Because today, and only today, Shlomo can forgive him. Tomorrow, everything will be different because next day, he can he has to be judged by the judges and he will be uh, he will be judged according to the regular law. So says the Malbim, therefore he said, I want him to be today. You see from here an example that on the day of anointing, the king is using the presidential pardon above the law. The same thing is what Bore Olam did. He combined the day of judgment together with the day of anointing. Because Bore Olam wants to our, our best. And he said to them, to Am Israel, on the day of judgment, anoint me, and I will be able to go above the law. But it bothered me because still. We are not anointing Bore Olam on Rosh Hashanah. We re-anoint him. Bore Olam is the king. Everyone anoints Bore Olam when he becomes Bar Mitzvah. He accepted upon himself the first time the kingdom of Bore Olam, anoint about him the king, and Bore Olam is the king. You don't make every year, you don't anoint every year the king. A president, you don't anoint him every, every, every month. Every year, one time he's being anointed and he's being anointed for all his life. President is for four years, about for the whole four years. You don't anoint him every, 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 every year. So we are only um, um, uh, re renew the kingdom. And who says when we renew the kingdom, the same rule applies. So I looked in Tanakh and I found a place that the king was re-anointed and says the Malbim, the same rule he used, the presidential pardon. Where is it? David had a son. His name was Absalom. Avshalom was a Ben Soreru More. And what he did, he rebelled against David Amelech and he wanted to become the king. He, David, saw this thing and he saw that he is in a, a lot of people followed him. David saw that he is in a dangerous situation. So he decided to leave Jerusalem to go out. While he was going out, there was a man that joined Absalom. His name was Shimi ben Gera. And he cursed David on the way out of Yerushalayim. And he stoned even the king. And, and, and he was considered a rebellion. But David was at that time in a bad situation, and he was running out to Yerushalayim to, to escape from being killed. After Avshalom was killed, after he died, 
דוד came back to Yerushalayim. When Shimi ben Gera heard that David is on the way to Yerushalayim, he said, now David will kill me. So immediately he ran to, 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 to ask Mechila from David. And he came to David. And the Pasuk says, and let's see what the Pasuk says. Shibi ben Gera fell in front of the king when he crossed the Jordan. And he said to the king, let my lord not consider it an iniquity for me. And do not remember that which your servant sinned on the day when my master, the king, left Jerusalem. And he asked, begged Mechila. At that time, standing near David, Abishai ben Tzeruyah, he was the chief of staff or minister of defense. And he said to David, he, he saw that David, you know what, he, tried, he considered it to accept the apologizes of, uh, of, of uh, Shimi ben Gera. So he said to David, what? You are going to forgive him and not to kill him? King, David, he cursed you. David, let's see what was his reaction. David said to, uh, to, to, to Yoav ben Tzoruya, please leave me now. What you are saying, I don't accept. And he says, today I will kill somebody? Don't you know that today I became a king of Am Israel? What does it mean today David became the king of Am Israel? He's already a king. But he renewed his kingdom. It was a new acceptance that David is the king after the rebellion of Absalom. Says the Malbim there, the same idea that he said in Sefer Melachim by Shlomo. And he said, on a day that the king is being re-anointed, he is using the, 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 the way of Mechila and he's using the presidential pardon. So we see from here, either when you anoint the king, or you re-anoint the king, we have this idea of presidential pardon. Now we can understand what we have in the, in the, in the, what the Midrash says. The Midrash says, when Bore Olam, starting the judgment on Rosh Hashanah, he sits bedin. He comes and he sits on the chair to judge with all the strictness 
of the law. But says the Midrash, since Am Israel are blowing the shofar, he goes and he, he gets up from the chair of strict judgment and he sits on the chair of Rahamim. Means that when Am Israel are blowing the shofar and they anoint Borer Olam, he is not judging anymore as a regular judge that goes with full strictness to judge the people. What he is doing is he's going in Midata Rachamim, he's going above the law. Is what it says the Pasuk, Allah Elohim Bitrua. Bore Olam is sitting Elohim. In the beginning, Elohim, Nidat Adin. Hashem Bekol Shofar, Amonai Bekol Shofar. When he hears the Kol Shofar, Amonai Nidat Arachamim. This, what we see, is when Bore Olam, when he is coming to judge, Am Israel. According to this idea that we just said, we can understand a question that was asked by Rabbi Israel Salanter. Rabbi Israel Salanter was the father of the Musar. And he said, he asked a question, why, since Borolam wants the best of Am Israel, so why Bore Olam didn't do that Yom Kippur will be before Rosh Hashanah? That first of all, he will forgive Am Israel, and then he will judge them. Could have been the opposite. But according to what we said is that the king, he has a power to go above the law when when he is being anointed. So therefore it's better for Am Israel that first of all we shall have Rosh Hashanah, the day of anointing Bore Olam. At that time, the king can use the, the, the he can go above the law. And, and, and after this, we will have Yom HaKippurim. I would like to end with what we are um, uh, this year, we are not going to blow the shofar on Shabbat. Why we don't blow the shofar of Shabbat? He mentioned it's a decree of Rabbanan. Maybe there is one person that didn't prepare himself well to blow the shofar in some place of the world. And since he would like to fulfill the mitzvah doraita, to go and to blow shofar, and he doesn't know how to blow exactly, he will run to the rabbi with the shofar and he will tilt it in Rashut Rabin and he will go to learn how to blow shofar and it will come out that he go in order to do a mitzvah on the way he is doing an avera. And therefore, Chachamim stopped the blowing 
שופר און ראש השנה בדפוס און שבת. Because of one person, that we don't know who is he, because of one person, the whole nation is not going to blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. This shows the, 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 achrayut, the responsibility that every person has to, for his friend, that the whole nation is not going to blow shofar because of one person to save him for, from sinning. And this is a good message also to us here in Eretz Israel that everyone here lately became on his own, no responsibility. They took off from themselves any responsibility for anyone, only for themselves. From this particular Rosh Hashanah that falls on Shabbat, we have this message that everyone is, has responsibility for his friend and to help his friend to do Teshuvah. I want to wish everyone, especially Isaac Dweck, that um, established this Shi'ur, Avram Shomer that tries to take care that the Shi'ur will be broadcast. And all the other boys that sometimes they take upon themselves to do it. I want to wish all of you Shana Tova is you together with your parents, together with your family, together with Klal Beit Israel. Shabbat Shalom and Shana Tova.